Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us. Saturday morning here, special start time, half hour earlier. And uh, Monday, I think we're going to go only 45 minutes. Monday, we'll have a uh, special time also. Uh, We'll let everybody know about that. Starting next Saturday, though, back to the regular time. And Monday also, uh, we'll start breaking down the MLB divisions, get into that. And we'll get a date out there, Goon, for uh, Fantasy Baseball, the, uh, the special, which should be absolutely awesome. Uh, we have Rob driving home from Canada right now. Uh, not sure if he hit the U.S., but uh, we'll get an update with that. He should be joining us any minute. We have Vinny on his way to North Carolina to see his Tar Heels. Uh, he's going to have some plays for us and hopefully get a call in, go over the uh, the whole college basketball uh, scandal there with the money. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous what's going on there. And we have Goon. And uh, anytime Goon is on uh, Facebook Live, you know it's a special show. Also, Byron Munich back on the TV here, which is, uh, you know, just becoming a regular uh, at the house on Saturday morning. So, uh, you have Rob on the line yet or? Uh, yeah. Not yet. Awesome. So, we'll start with hockey. Uh, once Rob gets in, uh, he can just pick up from there. But going on Thursday, we saw, uh, I saw at least the Rangers and the Canadians live in Montreal. Uh, Rob was there also. Went for a bachelor party. And, uh, and let me tell you, man, that place to watch a hockey game was absolutely awesome. Uh, the Bell Center in Montreal, uh, it was the loudest hockey game I'd ever been to. Um, it wasn't a playoff game. I've been to playoff games here. Uh, just the atmosphere, the chants. Uh, and they do something pretty cool, which I like. And I wish all other uh, teams in any sport would do this. The higher seats, and uh, if you watched um, Undercover Boss, actually, uh, with the Utah Jazz, they showed you why and told you why they do it, do this with the higher seats. They have um, the Canadians have one of their Molson girls and she uh, she's up there and she's trying to get the crowd, uh, you know, into it and keep the, uh, the crowd into it. And, uh, and teams do this for those higher seats just to keep you more involved. You're not sitting as close and they gave away free beer and t-shirts and, and every, uh, you know, stoppage of play they're up there and they're dancing and whatever. And it's just something cool. Uh, I was three rows from the roof. And uh, I can tell you, it didn't matter. It was still a great time. And um, just if you, you know, you're into hockey, you should definitely go and you should check that out. Uh, it's one of the best places I've seen the game, let alone just a hockey game. So uh, definitely there. As far as the game itself, um, it was it was more of a minor league team and a, uh, and a and a professional team. I thought the Rangers for the first two periods looked absolutely horrible. Um, they looked slow. They looked mismatched. And and it showed with the scoreboard. They were outshot. I, I was tweeting it. They were outshot. I think thirty to to twelve uh, through two periods. It was ridiculous. The the third period, um, the Rangers came out and it looked like they had found their legs. Maybe they got yelled at in the locker room. Who knows? But um, they looked pretty good in the third. They should have put up about four goals. They missed a few easy tap ins. Uh, they, for whatever reason, um, put a goal up on the board. Uh, Kevin Hayes. Uh, at first, it was ruled no goal. Um, 
did end up uh, hitting the skate, but it hit a stick before going in. So it did count. Um, and that was it. They pulled the goalie, the empty netter. That was all she wrote. But a few things that you took away. This kid on defense for the Rangers, Pianic, uh, he looks like the real deal. He looks like he can play the body. He looks like he can skate, uh, move the puck well. The first uh, pass looks really good from this kid. Um, and then the goalie, possibly the goalie of the future, uh, Georgiev, which I'm sure I'm messing his name up. I listened to Sam Rosen all night last night trying to uh, pronounce his name and try and study it, but I am not good with names for anybody that's watched the show. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Scheister, uh, you would know that. But this kid looked pretty good. And on Thursday night, Montreal, um, he faced a lot of shots, a lot of pressure early. They tested him, and he held his own. He looked very good. Last night, I saw the same thing. He looked pretty good against the Wild. So it'll be interesting to see what happens now down the stretch. There's really no reason uh, to play Lundqvist back-to-back, to, to overuse him. Um, I like that they gave this kid a look, especially if he's going to be the goalie of the future. I have no issue with it. little surprised that they, they went back-to-back nights with him, sure. But, um, you know, it is what it is. that Their Rangers are going nowhere. So you have to take what you can with that. Uh, as far as the Montreal game, uh, Montreal isn't having a good season either. So uh, you take what you can from that. They, uh, 23 and 29, they did not look that on Thursday night. They actually looked awesome. They dominated those first two periods, like I said. The skating was unbelievable. Um, and, and they had just lost their goalie that day, they had found out. Carey Price went down with a concussion, ruled out indefinitely. You saw a former Sharks goalie, uh, Antti Niemi, uh, in net, actually. And he was good, too. Wasn't tested. Uh, you know, like I said, the shots through two periods was a joke. But, um, you know, he, he held his own. He's going to get starting in today for them. And Byron Munich just fires over the net. Uh, give you live soccer updates again. Uh, got great ratings last week when Rob put the game on. But uh, Antti Niemi will be the goalie for uh, to come. And Montreal is very interesting. 23-29, uh, like I just said. Carey Price is now out indefinitely. Where do they go tomorrow with the trade deadline? Max Pacioretty, uh, been rumored for years to be on the move. Um, you, you just don't know what they do. Uh, the game, I can tell you, was sold out. Great fan base. Uh, I don't know if they would like to see one of their stars get moved and, and start a whole rebuilding process. So who knows with that. But, um, Goon, as far as I can tell you, to go and watch a game, I mean, that was the place to go. Uh, I had a sign. Uh, I think we tweeted it out that uh, I traveled to Canada to watch the Hartford Wolfpack. And that was just a joke on uh, – the Rangers, you know, with the uh, with the selling and uh, watching some of the young kids, which I have no problem with, by the way. It was more of just going to Canada and, oh, well, you're not going to see Lundqvist. Oh, you're not going to see Nash. You're not going to see Grabner. You're not going to see McDonough. Just really like a shot. And, uh, and Zuccarello actually loved it. He held the sign up against the glass for warm-ups, and he was all over it. So uh, just pretty cool there. Uh, Cody McLeod did not seem to like the sign. But um, – Anything with Rob yet? Uh, we uh, have Rob on the line. Have Rob yet, but uh, your Rangers didn't move Gravner. How, how do you feel about that in return? Um, it was a second-round pick and a prospect who's 20 years old from Russia who uh, probably won't be playing anytime soon. So, uh, listen, you got the pick. If you get a second-round pick from him, that would likely mean uh, hopefully you get a first from Nash. Um, Rob, I keep calling, and it says all circuits are busy now. I can call anywhere else. Calling, it doesn't connect you either. Uh, Vinny, that's no good. I'm in an Uber. I've been trying to listen, but it can't connect. <laughs> so, uh, basically, um, we might have no callers uh, calling in well, today. We're up and running. New York can see us. That's uh, great. We're on Facebook Live. So, uh, <laughs> who knows <laughs> about to, uh, Block Talk? Give me a round we'll try calling in and see if this works. Yeah, I, will, uh, I, I, I won't put it out, out there. Yeah. Don't worry. 
little bit smarter than that. There, that's Rob. Right. So see. sticking to the hockey, trade deadline is tomorrow. Um, one big trade that did happen, almost didn't happen yesterday, but really was never in doubt, was Derek Broussard to the Vegas Knights. Um, uh, first, Vegas Knights. Vegas retains 40% of his salary and then ships him right off to Pittsburgh. So um, basically what this is, is the Pittsburgh GM, absolute genius, wanted to get a player and an impactful player, a center, can win draws, left-handed shot. Uh, Pittsburgh going to make another playoff run, but he's right up against that cap. So what you do, you get a third team involved, and that's what he did, Vegas. Broussard has one year left. Vegas only has to eat 40% of the contract this year, and for that, they get a fourth-round pick, um, basically buying a pick from Pittsburgh. They'll stock up. They also get fighter, uh, tough guy Ryan Reeves. Who knows if he has any impact or plays? Uh, possibly for the playoffs, he will. Yeah, who knows? But uh, the big story was Broussard to Pittsburgh. That is a big, big deal, if you ask me. They are stocking up for the playoffs. I would have liked to see them get some sort of defenseman. Uh, I think they have plenty of scoring, plenty of offense. But, uh, again, I mean, this is just Pittsburgh being creative. And uh, what is that noise? Do you have nothing? We had Rob, but we lost him. Had Rob, but we lost him. Uh, Rob making the trip from Montreal. Uh, He says he can do it in five hours, by the way. So, uh, if this show was six, we would have him at some point, but uh, it is not. It's only one, so who knows if we will actually get him. I did the trip yesterday, Goon, and I can tell you that uh, five hours seems a little bit steep, but he did show me uh, a time-stamped ATM paper, and I can tell you that when he got there, uh, it does add up for five hours, but I just can't see it. And I didn't go under 90 at all yesterday. So um, Was he in the helicopter? No, he drove, man. He uh, he did it. He so it. we should start covering NASCAR on the show because Rob clearly has a future in that if he ever wanted it. Um, flew to Canada. But back to the Broussard trade. Love it for Pittsburgh. Very smart for Vegas buying the pick. And listen, Vegas is going to be in the playoffs. So um, listen, the playoffs get a little bit tough. Ryan Reeves, been there before with the Blues. Um, leaves one situation in Pittsburgh where they would have been in the playoffs, but goes to Vegas where they will be in the playoffs. Now they add a little bit of toughness, go, toughness going in there. So I happen to like it for them also. Uh, Goon, you mentioned the Grabner trade uh, to the Devils. Uh, for the Rangers, just getting a pick. Um, you'd hope to see a prospect that might have an impact soon. Um, possibly the, the rebuild will take a little bit longer. Um, if, if not, you're not going to bring in players uh, that can impact you now. And um, the other big name, uh, you see, Eric Carlson might get moved tomorrow. Um, he does have another year left on his contract. He's not a free agent after this year. 27 years old. You, uh, There really is no argument. He is the best offensive defenseman in the league. Um, you could take that to the bank. Um, the rumored team here is Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is making a giant push for him. They, uh, To me, if, if they got a guy like Eric Carlson and, I mean, you put him like a, a guy like Hedman, this is the team to beat in the East. It really is. I don't care that Pittsburgh's done it before. Uh, to me, they would just put them over. The interesting thing here, though, with Eric Carlson is Ottawa might want teams to take Bobby Ryan back, and that's the negative. This could either hurt Ottawa or it's going to limit their trade options. Bobby Ryan uh, has never turned out to be the star that everyone thought he was. Uh, Goon, I know uh, when we did the NHL League years ago, everybody wanted Bobby Ryan. He was American. He was just coming off a 30-goal season. I mean, he was the big deal. Uh, it's not even his real name. Uh, he was a big deal. He's making $7.5 million through 2022. Um, $7.5 million, uh, in today's NHL for a guy like that on the decline. Uh, if Ottawa attaches him to Eric Carlson, you're not going to get the return. You're not. You're not going to get the top prospect. 
it, it really depends. Do you want to clear space or, or do you want to bring in somebody that, um, that can, can help. And, uh, you know, that top level prospect, maybe that younger player now, and you, you just don't know, you know, they did bring in Matt Duchesne, so they do need to clear a little salary just to keep him on board. So maybe that has something to do with this, but who knows? I think tomorrow will be very interesting. Other names we already mentioned, Pacioretty, Patrick Maroon. Um, is that in? No, it was off. So still zero zero in the Byron community game. We'll keep you posted on that. I'm sure everyone is interested in that. It's actually on FS2. Uh, you could tune in now and watch it. Love them second half. Not up to par. It isn't. I don't know why these German cameras. Uh, not great quality. So uh, back to the NHL tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we'll have Rob with us. He uh, was up in the air. Uh, Might have been going to Islanders Casino night, but doesn't look like that's happening now. Um, we'll have his take on that. He would be very happy uh, and was very happy, I could tell you, just from seeing him with the Josh Bailey signing. I believe it is six years. Uh, maybe you could double-check for that on me. I think it's six years, and I don't have the money, but um, Rob was ecstatic. $30 million. $30 million, um, Josh Bailey. Rob was ecstatic about this. Um, not only because he uh, – and I've, I've met Josh Bailey, not as much as Rob, but Rob says he is the nicest guy in the NHL, and, and I would agree with that just with who I've met, um, getting paid, staying here. But Rob also said he is uh, one of Tavares' good friends, and Rob now feels that this helps uh, with the Tavares situation where maybe, uh, you know, if there was any sort of doubt in John's mind, uh, oh, well, you know, Bailey's staying, this certainly helps. Um, listen, he's had two good seasons now, really in a row where he's earned the money. Uh, if you're an Islander fan, I think you have to be happy with it. Uh, I don't know what his production would be next season if Tavares were to leave, but, um, I could tell you that, um, I think it's a move that had to be done. Goon, you're the Islander fan. You tell me. No, I agree. It's a steal. He's had, you know, a great year last year, having a good year again this year, 5 million cap hit a year. Uh, I'll take it. And especially if that helps us bring back Tavares. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I know Rob is uh, is having a difficult time connecting. Maybe you want to give him a call one more time, and we'll see. Otherwise, we could even try and put him on speakerphone and uh, and see how that goes. The ringing here. I think this is only the third time that uh, we're calling somebody out from sports. Uh, Larry Johnson was the other one who a little more important than Rob, but you know. Everyone has their opinion to me. LJ, uh, well, he was best friend. Right, right. He's worth the call out. Robbie, do we got you, bud? We got Mike. Oh, man. What's up, Robbie? It does sound like we now have Rob uh, in the car. Um, Rob driving back Hi, from man. Canada, like I mentioned. What do you say? Trying. I'm in the uh, mountains, so I'm in and out here, but trying to get through to you. Leaving you hanging, though. Uh, so sorry for that, but, uh, you know, I'm sure you're holding it down. We got, you know, three different guys in three different states and countries. So, uh, pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, what's going on, Mike? Nothing much, Rob. Uh, I was just talking NHL. I started with that. And uh, I pretty much breezed through everything. But uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on A, Grabner, B, the Josh Bailey signing, which I said your reaction uh, on Thursday you were ecstatic for. Eric Carlson now, Rob, being rumored to Tampa Bay, not done, not anywhere close. But that is the rumored destination if he was to get dealt tomorrow. And then the Derek Broussard trade, which to me is a very big deal. So uh, let's get your thoughts. Yeah, well, we said it on Monday uh, during the show. We said, listen, the trade deadline might be quiet because all the trades may happen before the deadline. And we're starting to see that. Some of the big names be moved 
Uh, we'll start with the Rangers trade. You know, this is the first ever trade between the Rangers and Devils. So I thought that was very interesting that uh, the Rangers would help out the Devils. But you know what? Listen, the Rangers are doing the right thing. You can't worry about helping your rivals if you have a chance to make your team better in the long term. Uh, so getting the draft pick was good. That's a good value. Also, the uh, I don't know much about the prospect they got. So interesting. Now, Bradner will play for the Isles, Devils, and Rangers. You don't see that very often. Uh, Broussard, like you said, good deal. Uh, very complicated. I'm sure you mentioned it before, but the NHL got in the way. Um, they made them restructure. It's actually a three-way deal. Um, so Broussard to the Penguins is huge. I mean, look at their center depth now. Falcon, Crosby, Broussard is your top three centers. Um, you know, this is a team that had Matt Cullen be their fourth-line center in the last two cup years. He's gone to Minnesota now. So Broussard is better than Matt Cullen. The only thing he's not better at is but everything else is there, so, my God, that is a huge deal. They me are the favorites to win the Cup still. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, that's just an awesome deal for them. Uh, and what else do we say? Uh, oh, Carlson, like we talked about um, Tampa Bay, maybe getting um, by McDonough. So, Carlson, McDonough, they want that big defenseman. It's the rich getting richer right now, Mike. You got Pittsburgh, one of the Cup favorites getting richer, and Tampa Bay is going to try to match them move for move. And a uh, proven defense that's really, really good. Yeah, and it just seems that now with Tampa Bay linked to Carlson and McDonough, they're going to make some sort of move. Um, they're looking for that defenseman, maybe one of the two. Uh, Rob, I spent a little extra time on the Rangers this morning. You were there Thursday. Um, just your thoughts. To me, I said the first two periods, they looked horrible. They looked slow. They looked out of it. Um, clearly much younger. Clearly you're seeing a Wolfpack team. I mean, hell, we saw uh, – Friends of ours saw Vinny Letary, who played that night, uh, running in the airport. So, I mean, he was on two hours' notice, possibly. Um, and then a different team in the third period. This is what I expect the rest of the season. But was there anybody for the Rangers that jumped out at you? Uh, you know, I know you did a story on a, on a Massapequa guy, so speak to that. Yeah, O'Gara, um, solid in his debut. I think he lost his defensive assignment once or twice, uh, not his NHL debut, but his Ranger debut. Uh, it looked like he lost a defensive assignment uh, once or twice early in the game. But he's going to get his feet wet. Communication's a big deal. Uh, playing with the defensive partner, he probably didn't eat until uh, uh, the day before the game. So Wednesday was probably the first time he ever met any of his defensive partners. So that's going to be, uh, you know, take a while. Listen, the Rangers had trouble getting any offense brewing in the first and second period. And when they did, it seemed that they were trying to find uh, Zibanej out at the top of the circle. Vidy Ovechkin, like one-timer, he kept missing the net. Uh, big difference between Ovechkin and his advantage at. Uh, but in the third period, they got their legs. Um, they put a lot of shots on uh, Antti Niemi. J.T. Miller had a great move where he went through the defense, uh, toe-dragged, made a good move on uh, Niemi and had him beat. And when he went to slide the puck in, he just the puck seemed to go under his stick blade. Uh, that was the difference in the game. Uh, that You know, that's a tight game. The Rangers are going to probably win that in overtime because they had all the legs. Um, but that's what you're going to expect out of a young team. And Montreal is also a young team right now, uh, both in the rebuilding mode. So, you know, you, you get those games, and now you're going to expect this Ranger team, a lot of young guys, to work their balls off. I mean, they're fighting for roster spots. They're fighting to show that they belong here next year. So it's kind of like almost September call-ups in baseball, Mike, but you know very well. Uh, these guys are fighting not just for their jobs, um, for the most part, but for a spot in the NHL next year. Um, and, you know, a guy like Letary, you know, how well can you expect him to play? The guy was in the airport, and then goes out and has to play an NHL game. So it, it was a tough spot to be in. Um, but Georgiev looked very good. 
And I uh, know he got the start last night. I don't think I'd read anything into it. Some people on Twitter were saying, oh, maybe it's because they're dealing Lundquist. It's not because of that, guys. Lundquist has played all year, almost every game. Um, he's got he's top of the league in minutes. And this guy's 36 years old. That needs a break two nights in a row. Give him a couple games off when you're out of it. And it helps you with your tank, too. So don't read anything into that either. Yeah, and I agree with you uh, entirely. I, I don't think they're moving Lundquist. And uh, we had talked about even just how much he played early on. And kid looked good on, on Thursday, uh, George Ev. So you, you gave him back-to-back nights. I have no issue with it. Any Ranger fan that does, I think you're crazy. They're not moving Lundquist. Um, this is the staple of the team. He will be here. He's going to retire here, if I had to guess. Um, I, you know, I hate to admit it, I'm leaning even more uh, towards I'd be okay, I think, if they got a nice return for him. But, again, there's nothing to worry about. I don't think he's going anywhere. And just to wrap, uh, wrap up hockey, uh, Barube, J.F. Barube, former Islander uh, goalie, looked awesome last night for the Blackhawks in a 3-1 to win. He stopped 42 of 43 shots. Uh, just had to mention that uh, for you Islander fans, Goon and Rob. But uh, he looked awesome last night for the Blackhawks. Uh, Rob, uh, I'm going to move into baseball unless there's anything I missed with hockey here. Uh, just, uh, I, I forgot to speak on Bailey. You asked me about him. Um, a couple good things. Uh, listen, Josh is one of the great guys in sports. Um, he's up there with a lot of hockey players. Uh, but personally, he's, him and Travis Hamannick are the two, uh, my two favorite guys I've ever dealt with professionally and personally. So um, the fact that he's been able to find his, his uh, game in the last couple of years and uh, become an all-star, and now he gets the, uh, the uh, six-year deal for $30 million. I just couldn't be happy for him. How does it affect John Tavares? We'll see. Um, I really, you know, a lot of people out there saying, oh, that's going to clinch it. I'm not so sure that John Tavares is going to predicate the rest of his career on what Josh Bailey does. Don't forget, he was very close with Matt Molson, Kyle Oposo, and Brock uh, Nielsen, Matty Martin, and they all left. So, uh, you know, I don't know if friendships mean so much in this free agency business. This is your life and your career, but Anyway, good for Bailey. Don't forget, just a couple weeks into the season, we told fantasy guys to pick up Josh Bailey, and he ended up being an all-star. He's playing at a point per, more than a point-per-game pace, so if you pick him up in fantasy, uh, it was a great job. But uh, So you asked me about him. I just I couldn't be happier for him. And uh, to be here for six more years on Long Island, uh, there's not many better guys than Josh. That was good. Uh, I know you want to get into baseball, Mike. Um, I don't know if you talked about it all before, but the Mets, Nimmo, batting leadoff, Dom Smith, some trouble. Uh, what's, what's up with your Mets? Yeah, um, that's a big deal, the Dom Smith thing. All you've heard all off season was was how much he's worked out, the, the weight loss, um, you know, really going to try. And then the first game in spring training, he shows up late. He's scratched from the lineup. Um, he is starting today, but to me, that's a big deal. Uh, the other takeaway, Zach Wheeler looks awesome. And when I say awesome, I say spring training, one inning, awesome. So, uh, again, you can't read much into that. The nice delivery, scoreless inning, um, just looked like a relaxed velocity. Um, I think, you know, the Vargas signing, he was pissed. And I think that's just some motivation. Uh, I really do. And, you know, if that lights him, uh, by all means, then the Vargas signing was well worth it. Uh, other baseball news, you have Otani. Here it is. I've been waiting for this. Uh, he is starting today, projected to go two innings. This, to me, is a big deal. Uh, and anybody in a fantasy draft, or if you're an Angels fan, or if you're, you're just a big baseball fan in general, this is a big deal. Uh, yesterday in BP, he hit a home run uh, 450 feet to dead center. 
And uh, if you remember a few uh, episodes ago, we talked about with the prospects in baseball, just how they graded them. And uh, we said Vlad Guerrero projected as what, I think a 70, we said, for contact or power, whatever it was. And uh, it was off the chart. Well, uh, Otani was graded as an 80 runner, which is exceptional. And uh, the reason I say that is the Angels have said they will use him as a pinch runner in situations. Um, To me, I get a little nervous with that. Uh, Just because of all the injuries you saw last year with running and sliding and over the base or whatever. And with my stud pitcher, um, who I, you know, am projecting to be the Japanese Babe Ruth, and, uh, and you're going to use him as a pinch runner. To me, that is very scary, Rob. Yeah, and this guy's giving a new meaning to utility player, right? I mean, this guy, could, he, he's like a six-tool player almost when you count pitching in there. I worry about the pinch running. I, I don't want them to try to do too much uh, if he's on my fantasy team. I mean, it would be nice if he pinch ran and, and got me an extra stolen base every week or two. Um, but that's not what you have Otani for. You have him for the dual pitching and power stats, and anything else you get is gravy from it. So um, I worry about that, too, because don't forget how important a pitcher's legs are to him. And this guy, he's overdoing it. I don't want him to overdo it. I want him to be fresh and healthy in August and September. I don't want him to have a nagging injury because he was, you know, doing nothing all game, and then he pinch ran, and he, you know, pulled a hammy. Now he's going to miss a start. Now he can't hit as well. So I, I agree with you. I think that's just a little bit too much, but... Listen, these guys get paid a lot more money than we do to make these decisions. I just, I, I would advise them to kind of hold back on, you know, the extra stuff. He's already doing enough of this. Yeah, I agree with you. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I'm excited for the start, though. I mean, I really, as somebody that can draft him first overall in a dynasty league, uh, and and is seriously considering it, I want to see him go out this spring training and just dominate. I think the start today is against the Brewers. Uh, maybe Goon will just be able to double check on that. The other fantasy news, Monday, we mentioned uh, with Tampa Bay and the awful weekend that they had, that they had a prospect uh, that was going to be an impact prospect this year, and, and his name was Brent Honeywell. Well, uh, unfortunately, Honeywell uh, now needs Tommy John surgery, and uh, to me, this is another big deal. Uh, this is somebody where if you were a Tampa Bay fan and you saw that dreadful weekend that they had, uh, you know what, we have got a pretty good farm system. And this kid is supposed to be the real deal. He had a little chip on his shoulder, had an attitude, but had the stuff to back it up. And, uh, and now needs Tommy John out this year. Going to probably miss sometime even next season. Rob, has any other team in sports had a worse week than the Rays? We have lost Rob, so Rob is not going to answer that question for you. But the Angels <laughs> are, in fact, playing Milwaukee Brewers today at 3.10 p.m. Uh, and it's uh, at the Angels minor league facility. I'm not minor Spring training facility. So uh, I expect that to be uh, sold out packed beyond belief and just the media that Otani has had uh, this spring training has been ridiculous. If you just search his name on Twitter, um, there's tons of videos out there just from even, they're not in English, but Chinese uh, media and you can watch him taking swings and pitching. And uh, I, you know, I couldn't tell you goon the last player that I remember getting the coverage that he had uh, in spring training. I mean, Matsui coming from Japan was a big yeah, thing. That's a, that's a good example. This is maybe, Twice as big as yeah. the height. Well, he was younger. What did Matsui come over as? He was older. Uh, yeah, maybe in the end of 20s. Was, he was also not the Japanese Babe Ruth. Right, which uh, I will call him all year long because uh, that fascinates me. Uh, Otani, 23, so uh, much younger. Um, Honeywell, I mentioned, uh, I'll answer the question that I asked Rob. No, no team has had a worse week than the Rays. 
Um, they did acquire, they traded Dickerson. They acquired Daniel Hudson, uh, decent bullpen piece, had a decent uh, first half last season for Pittsburgh uh, in a setup role. He's going to have that setup role again this year uh, with Colome uh, as the closer. But I'm telling you now, Colome will get traded at some point. If it's before the season, wouldn't shock me. And maybe Hudson finds himself in that closer's role uh, until he gets traded because that won't shock me either. Just names to keep an eye on for saves, uh, fantasy baseball-wise. Matt Kemp yesterday, two for two, uh, game one, spring training, uh, three-run home run. This, to me, is another big deal. And again, first day of spring training, I don't want to, you know, now stress you guys out with this, but this is somebody that uh, I think we said lost 50 pounds. 50 pounds, uh, an athlete, 50 pounds. Not me, who can use uh, the loss of 50 pounds. This is an athlete playing professional sport, Major League Baseball, losing 50 pounds, uh, determined to make that Dodgers roster uh, and be in the starting lineup for that matter. And there's an opening in left field. Yesterday, two for two, three-run home run for the left field job. And uh, and the media said he looks slimmer. He looks good. He looks a couple years younger. Definitely something to keep an eye on. And in fantasy, a name to keep an eye on. You can get him towards the end of a draft. And, uh, you know, the impact that a guy like that could have, I mean, still 25 home runs, you bet. I'll tell you that right now with steady at bats, he will hit 25 home runs. And who knows, 50 pounds lighter. This is a guy that used to steal bases in the past. Just something to keep an eye on. I mean, you know, what's the worst that happens? It's it's an end round draft pick. Sure. Um, The other baseball news, the Twins want Lance Lynn. To me, the Minnesota Twins are such an interesting team. I would put them up with the Brewers of the East. Um, this is a team that can win that division, if you ask me. Um, Cleveland Indians lost uh, a lot of a lot last year uh, with the playoffs, and um, I, I just don't think they're going to be the same team. I, I don't think they're going to repeat. Sure, they have Kluber there, Carrasco, Bauer, um, but to me, this is a big deal. Santana's gone, and I think the Twins have in their view that division. You bring in Odorizzi. Uh, Santana's got the injury. He's only going to miss a month, guys. Uh, not a big deal to me. He had a great season last season. I don't think he repeats that, but he's still a steady pitcher. Uh, Jose Barrios is going to take that next step. You heard it here. Somebody to keep an eye on in fantasy. And then if you were to add a Lance Lynn to that rotation, I mean, that is three solid arms. And you win a division, you get in the playoffs. You'd only need three starters, guys. And those are three pretty good names. So I love that fit. They're off on money. Who knows if it'll actually happen. It shows you that Minnesota, Goon, uh, we saw that ballpark. Um, They're committed. They really are. The ballpark is beautiful. The fans have not had a winning team up until last year. Um, They celebrate a guy that Rob will tell you hit 256 in Harmon Killebrew. Uh, (laughs) But the ballpark is gorgeous. Um, Maybe they're facing a little pressure from the Vikings. The stadium is right there um, to be the team of Minnesota again. But uh, I would love that fit. I really would. So very uh, interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, Tim Lincecum. Oh, boy. Tim Lincecum had his showcase uh, about a week ago, and they say he was hitting 93 consistently, that he looks like a different pitcher from his first comeback. And he's seeing interest. Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Rangers, those are the teams that are showing interest in Tim Lincecum. Um, And he's going to get a contract, a professional contract, not a minor league one. He's going to get on a team. And then it'll be interesting to see. This is a guy with that weird delivery that his dad taught him, uh, you know, trained him to pick up the dollar bill every time on his delivery. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he's going to have a crazy impact. I don't like him in fantasy. I, don't, I doubt you'll even uh, be streaming him. But again, this is uh, somebody that has won World Series. 
I don't know if he's won a Cy Young, Goon. Maybe you could double check on that. I bet you he will, uh, would have actually with the Giants one of those like, years. Looks like it might go to the Dodgers, Giants, or Padres with frontrunners. That's what I just said, Goon, if you were listening. Um, <laughs> um, so very interesting to see there. Just, the, you know, he's a name. That's why you, you pay attention to that. But who knows if anything will ever come of that. Um, and that's it with baseball. I mean, we had one big day uh, with spring training. Just, Real quick at a yeah. camp, you have Lagares out with a tight left leg. And Bruce has a sore heel who won't play until at least Tuesday. All right. So two uh, of the Mets starting outfielders out. Uh, the Lagares thing is just frustrating. He shouldn't even be here. They should have traded him. I don't know why the Mets feel they need uh, seven starting outfielders. So uh, just don't get that at all. We talked hockey. We talked baseball. Uh, we were hoping uh, to get Vinny in at some point to go over uh, a little basketball. We do have Bayern Munich starting here the second half, which is a big deal for some of us here, uh, scoreless game there. Uh, but as far as basketball goes, you saw Craig Popovich say um, he'll be surprised if Kawhi Leonard plays again this season. That, to me, they're an aging team over there. Um, Rob says, uh, have him give me a call again. I'm out of the mountains. So, uh <laughs> Live travel update. Uh, I wish we had a GPS on Rob. We could actually track him uh, through the trip. So here's Rob again. And Lincecum did win a couple, couple of Cy Youngs. A couple of Cy Youngs to To me, just not somebody that's going to have an impact. Uh, Popovic with the whole Kawhi Leonard thing. To me, it's a big deal. I don't like the Spurs in the West. Vinny, if he joins us, can talk about that. Um, to me, this is an aging team. And I think this is a team that's going to have to take a hard look at the end of the season. And whether they're going to rebuild or not, who knows. But uh, I just think that era with the Spurs is kind of done. And, Rob, if you're back with us, um, basically I just covered uh, Matt Kemp, uh, one of your uh, former boys, uh, put on a little show yesterday in spring training. Um, Considerably, everyone says he looks great. And then uh, you told me this. Lance Lynn um, rumored with the Twins, possibly. And uh, I said I happen to like that rotation if that gets done with, um, with Jose Berrios. You would have Irvin Santana when he comes back, and then Lance Lynn. To me, that that could be a big deal, especially in that division. Yeah, and they were a uh, they were a wild card team last year out of nowhere, from you know one of the worst teams in baseball to a wild card team. Uh, so they got that city excited again about baseball. That city just had a great year in, uh, in obviously the NFL. So that would be a, he would be a coup for any team that picked him up. And the one thing I'm going to start worrying about with these pitchers, not the hitters, but the pitchers. They're not going to get any game action right now. They're going to be pitching simulated games. It's just not the same. So I'd really want to try to get these guys locked up and have them ready for opening day because Lance Lynn, uh, you, you know how I feel about him and these other guys. Um, they're, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be a great pickup. Now Minnesota would be good for him. Uh, they could use a guy like that at the top of the rotation. Um, you were talking about Otani when I lost you, and I, I apologize. I'm driving through the mountains. and keep going in and out, but I'm sorry for that. Any chance that yeah, you know, him and Trout won two in these drafts if we start seeing some good things out of him. No, I, don't, I think, listen, that Otani, the pitcher, um, if it's only the one player, he's going to be end up in, like, the fourth round, fifth round. Even there, I think it's going to be early for him, and that's just one player. The two players, you know, he loses value there. The hitter, I'm telling you right now, the hitting Otani is not even going to be drafted in most drafts. He's going to be a, day, a, a guy you just pick up that day, Maybe you start him, you get a couple of at-bats. But um, in Yahoo leagues, the hitting Otani will not even be drafted. The pitching Otani is the one that you want. Um, 
Same thing, fifth round maybe. I, I think he's going to be overdrafted. I really do for somebody that's going to pitch, uh, you know, with six-man rotation. Um, Rob, does the Matt Kemp thing mean anything to you? Two for two yesterday, committed to having a job, three-run bomb. Um, losing 50 pounds, Rob, that I, I tried to emphasize this, 50 pounds a professional athlete, that to me is a commitment to your craft. 50 pounds for anybody is crazy. And for it to be a professional athlete, um, for him, he knows that uh, his career is kind of in flux right now. He's hooked around. Um, you know, he came to Atlanta and he had a great first season and he said he grew up a Braves fan and he was going to do all this stuff and be this great Brave. And, and he really was good with them until he started having the nagging injuries. Uh, so he could have gone one of two ways. And he went the right way, which is saying, hey, all my kids are you for the type of injuries they're running, they're muscle type injuries because he's like, overexerting himself. And let's be honest, he was a little fat. Some of his bad speed or eye went. Um, it was his muscles. And you know what? Good for him. He lost 50 pounds. He loves being a Dodger. That's where he made a name for himself. He's an MVP, you know, as a Dodger. He, well, he, dated, he dated Rihanna. He was in the spotlight. He's not in LA. And uh, he wants to prove people wrong and earn that money that he's getting. So, uh, listen, two for two is a good start. You know, you don't want to lose 50 pounds and, you know, about 120 in the in the first couple of weeks and start doubting yourself again. So, to get off to a good start, uh, it's good for him mentally to think, hey, maybe this is going to really pay off for me. So, good for him, and, and that's just not what the NLS wants to see is this rich Dodger team getting richer, being able to add a capable Matt Kemp into that lineup. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and, I, again, that pretty much is it for baseball. Uh, we've had one day, but uh, the three of us, uh, Vinny not here, but I can speak to the, uh, this for him, um, really um, are big on baseball. Uh, NFL baseball uh, really gets covered on this show well. So, uh, you know, that's why one day of spring training. But, yeah, it's a big deal to us. So, uh, Rob, real quick, just a few NFL notes. Um, a, a really interesting move, let's put it like that, um, it's rumored that Marcus Peters is going to go to the Rams. Um, that deal is basically done. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? This is a young player. He's got an attitude issue. You saw him throw the flag up into the, uh, you know, against the Jets into the crowd, but very talented. So uh, the Rams, I mean, they get a very good player here. Yeah, uh, listen, he's, he's kind of a mental case, but that seems to be the norm for football players lately, right? Um, and, you know, you saw what he did, probably cost his team a game against the Jets. Uh, pretty interesting, by the way, that the Chiefs had such a good year and went 0-2 against the Giants and the Jets, right? So, um, you know, now he goes to L.A., a team that's on the rise. Um, he's not over the hill by any means. He's, he's right in the prime of his career. Uh, that's a great get for them. Um, they, they're really doing big things out there. And uh, he's just another piece that they need. And, so, listen, the offensive side of the ball is in good hands already. Uh, he's going to help them now on the defensive side of the ball. So, uh, that, that's a very good get. And we also talked about franchise tags, and we went through about 10 or 12 names. And uh, so far, it's so quiet for the franchise tags. I think Jarvis Landry, the one guy that we hit on that was already tagged. Yeah, and that's a no-brainer. Whether, you know, whoever the quarterback is going to be there, he's the guy. Uh, you can't let him go. He is uh, deserving of that, if you ask me. Um, Kirk Cousins, uh, very interesting. It is rumored the Jets are prepared to offer him $60 million guaranteed for the first year of a contract. 
they are supposedly going to break the bank for him. And just this morning, you see that um, Jacksonville, which this isn't really uh, big news to me, um, they're going to explore options at the quarterback. They're not content with Blake Bortles. And they also are linked to possibly Kirk Cousins, uh, which to me is the much better fit. But $60 million, um, I mean, you know, he can go there and throw footballs to anybody for $60 million, Rob. Yeah, and, you know, I give credit to Boomer Esiason. Um, a couple of days ago, I had not heard Jacksonville talk this very much. A couple of days ago, he threw it out there on his morning show on WFAN, and I hadn't heard it yet. And I said, wow, that's interesting. I wonder if this gets any traction. And ever since then, I've heard more and more out of it. So he was the first guy I heard that from. And uh, if that's getting traction, then good for him. Obviously, he would know better than a lot of people. Um, but that's a great fit in Jacksonville. But, you know, Kirk Cousins is a lot about the money. And he's been franchise tag before, so he's made plenty of money. If I'm him, I take, you know, how you turn down the $60 million guaranteed for one year? I mean, that's crazy. But he's made so much money. You want to win? You go down to Jacksonville. Everybody said Eli Manning would be the perfect fit. Well, this is Eli Manning, eight years younger. You know, he's a different type of player, but he could give them what they want, what they need. He could win there. Um, he's got the running game. He's got a great defense. So it's very tough, you know. A lot of people talked about Kevin Durant a couple of years ago, and he could have broke the bank. Instead, he took a little bit less money to go to Golden State and win, and people kind of gave him crap for that. Uh Cousins in a different kind of way is in that same situation right now. He can take less money and go try to win in Jacksonville. Or he can come to the Jets and take that money guaranteed. Uh, you really can't play with me either way, right, Mike? No, uh, you can't. Um, listen, that is a lot of money. to. And, again, something that I just uh, I said with Rick Peterson, uh, who joined us a couple weeks ago, um, Chad Bradford credits Rick Peterson for being able to financially secure – his family, um, which is everyone, uh, every male's dream, I would say, uh, is being able to provide for your family, uh, financially secure, and $60 million, I mean, that would make Kirk Cousins' kids financially secure. So that, to me, is a, it's very enticing, um, but obviously they're not the best option. Um, another minor NFL note, Mike Glennon well, links back it, to the box. Think of this real quick, Mike. Yeah. Think of this. Yes. Uh, no, go ahead, Rob. We talked about Josh Bailey getting $30 million over six years and how great that is. Kirk Cousins is going to get twice that one year if he signs with the Jets. That's just crazy the amount of money that's thrown around in the NFL. There's such a cash cow. It's crazy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, just the difference in sports. I mean, if this was baseball, uh, you would have to think Kirk Cousins would be getting uh, $200 million from the Rays. Uh, that's the best way that I can compare this uh, this situation. Uh, again, Glenn into the Bucks. Um, the other big note is just uh, a lot of people, you know, we're out of New York, so, uh, well, not Rob right now, we're Vinny, but I am. Uh, a lot of people here feel that the Giants are not going to take a quarterback at two, Rob. Um, and we'll have plenty of time to speak to this, but it's just growing more and more that it's going to be Saquon. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've gone back and forth over this since, since week two when the Giants lost to Detroit and we were joking around about sucking for Saquon or you got to get a quarterback. And, of course, the Eli Manning controversy happened and Gino started and Davis Webb never got the play. So I've gone back and forth. But the one thing that I haven't gone back and forth about is I don't like this quarterback class. I don't think that at number two, any of these quarterbacks is going to be that 
tobacco make. If they're not wrong for it, hey, you hope to never be in this spot again. This is the time to take a franchise quarterback. You cannot do it. I understand that. It's hard to argue it, but I just don't think these guys are good. So, what would I like to do? We're going to get into this like you said, Mike. But, hey, we have 15 minutes of time, Phil, and if Vinny doesn't call it about NCAA, why not get a little along with it? What do you do, Mike? You trade down? Great. I'm fine with that. Get some extra assets. We heard some uh, rumors or, you know, I don't know how true they were, but some trade scenarios out there that you and I disagreed about, actually, earlier this week. Or you take Saquon Barkley, who's possibly the best running back out of college we've seen in decades, better than, uh, you know, any of these guys that we've seen since Perry Sanders some guys see. So you have the, you know, mindset that you take the best player available, that's Saquon. you got to do it, and I'm fine with it. Think of the weapons they'll have. You have Odell, Shepard, and Ingram, and now you have Saquon Barkley out there. If you could build any type of offensive line, defenses are going to lose their mind trying to cover the Giants. That's a lot of fun for us to watch. It's a lot of fun for fantasy players. Um, and it's going to be a lot of frustrating moments for fantasy players when, you know, Odell gets pulled down at, you know, the goal line and take one steal the touchdown. Or, you know, you need the safe one. It's going to be a lot of fun But I really wouldn't pass the Browns at number one and then take their choice of quarterback still around at number four. Um, if I ran the Browns, that's probably what I would do. Yeah, and um, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, we've we've talked on this. I, if I was a Browns fan uh, or even the GM, I would want to sign a quarterback, take Saquon, and then see what else I can get it for. Uh, that way, you're hitting on all three. Uh, Rob, you brought it up, and it does look like we will have. Um, Vinny says we can call him. So, uh, Rob, we'll wrap it up with you in about five minutes here, and then we'll get to Vinny hopefully for a little NBA, but. Uh, real quick, Rob, you brought up that proposed trade, and we don't know if this is real or not, but um, it was the 22nd overall pick, the 23rd overall pick, the 53rd overall pick, Shady McCoy to the Giants for the second overall pick and a 2019 third. You put in the chat the overall trade chart, the value chart for that second overall pick. Uh, I'm all over this trade. I love it uh, if, as a Giant fan. I bring in Shady McCoy, who's very talented. I don't know what Saquon is yet. I'm getting an extra first. I'm getting an early second. Uh, and all I'm giving up is that second overall and a, a third in 2019. Uh, and I'm getting two more picks here and a Pro Bowl running back. I love that trade as a Giant fan. Okay. You lost Rob, but I just want to throw out there, Shady's 30 years old. He is. Um, He's going to start deteriorating. So here, try and give Vinny a call here. And uh, let's see if we'll be able to bring Vinny aboard. Um, tough day here on Over the Top Sports. I am going to need uh, some alcohol after this show. <laughs> but um, I'll just speak on that trade. Uh, again, there is a trade chart for the first overall pick, the second overall pick, and it goes throughout. It just tells you what each pick is worth and what the GMs look for with that. Uh, and it doesn't equal up. It doesn't add up. But to add another first-round pick, Good morning. early second-round pick, and it does look like we have Vinny the Shark on the line. Vinny, how are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, nothing much, man. We've had an interesting show. We've uh, had Rob in and out as he travels through the mountains. Uh, and now we have you live at the airport as you travel to North Carolina to watch your Tar Heels. Um, are you excited for the game? 
Yeah, I am. It's the senior night, too, as well. This is the last home game on the schedule. It's the big game for Duke, and they've been red hot since they beat Duke in Chapel Hill. So I expect a big uh, – they've been playing really, really good ball, and obviously if they can finish off with a strong win against Duke, this is a team I read off a couple weeks ago, and they're really hot, and this is the right time to get hot. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I do have your picks, which we'll get to in a minute. I can either read those off, or, or you can if you have those in front of you. doesn't matter. Uh, Vinny, this whole scandal now that we're seeing in the NCAA, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, you're seeing a lot of money was thrown around. And uh, listen, you can argue whether you think players in college should be paid or not. That's not the argument here. What are your thoughts on this whole thing, Vin? Well, I mean, that's what people think is the only way to fix this. I mean, we all know this goes on, and every school is guilty of it. But, I mean, to actually see what's going on here, what, what bothers me is I'm very against the players getting paid. I think you're getting paid with a free scholarship to a Division I school. Brandon, most of you guys don't have the uh, grades to get into that school, but you're getting an honor and a privilege to play basketball for free at a Division I school that most people in the country can't get in for for their grades. So that should be enough to get you to go to the school. Not what we're hearing, like Sean Miller in Arizona, they are screwed over there. That's $100,000 they gave to DeAndre Ayton. That, and it's, it's voice memo. They could hear Sean Miller saying that to him. But, I mean, that goes as far as to Dennis Smith Jr. getting 75000 all the way down as low as somebody having a $100 steak dinner with the coach. I mean, um, granted, that's what's going to go on. We all know what's going on. Even Louisville, uh, Rick Pitino was kind of alluding to that in his press conference. Was, we all know what's going on in that uh, college over there. It's really not too much you could do to fix it, but it is a very big deal because this isn't the NCAA that's uh, tracking down this investigation. This is the FBI going at it. This is a federal investigation. So that's a big deal, and it's going to be a big black cloud on college, especially because some of these are really, really big schools, and there could be some kind of huge penalty, including the firing of some coaches. Like Sean Miller, I can't see coming back. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. And, um, you know, something interesting that you, you saw, Lonzo Ball, usually it's his father that can't keep his mouth shut, but yesterday Lonzo came back to the court and also came back to speaking and said that, uh, quote, everybody knows everybody's getting paid, and that's how it is. Everybody's getting paid anyway. You might as well have to make it legal. That's how I feel, unquote. And that just speaks to you saying that it's happening. Everybody knows it's happening. Um, Vinny, what is the solution, then, if you don't want to see them get paid? And I agree with you. I don't want them to get paid either. That's the beauty of college sports. Everybody's getting paid $0. I mean, like I said, you're getting a free – degree getting free um scholarships you know it's like that should be enough um but i mean it's the only way to fix this is making that legal hey we we here at kentucky can offer you more money than you going to arizona state you know stuff like that i mean it's bound to happen lonzo ball just flat out said he even got some uh treatment over there everybody does you ever see he got game with the ray allen uh rick fox's scene the spike lee movie he brings him to college and he's throwing girls all over him left and right saying hey you're gonna have this every night if you come play school ball here over here with me I mean, it's, it's been going on forever. It's no secret to anybody. But now the feds, they must have came across their desk, and they are, uh, they're attacking it. And I wonder when it's going to happen because, I mean, no worse time than as we're approaching March for all this to come down on these teams, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, again, it's all rumors and speculation, but supposedly no teams will be disciplined before, uh, you know, the bracket uh, comes out and, uh, you know, March Madness. It will yeah, hopefully thank be God. next season. Yeah, nothing will be affected this year. Uh, Vinny, you've missed uh, a little bit here. We spoke on hockey. We spoke on football, basketball, baseball. So uh, the floor is yours here for a few minutes before we get to your picks. Uh, what did you see since our last show? And uh, did anything stick out uh, out at you this week in sports? 
Um, not too much off the top of my head here. I know Triple G and uh, Canelo, they're definitely signed on for a uh, May 5th fight. And I know a lot of people didn't like that fight just because of the ruling, because I kind of agree. I'm a, the guy who bet Canelo, and I'll be the first one to admit that Triple G won that fight. But it was a great fight either way. And I'm excited for the rematch. Everybody should be excited for the rematch, even though it shouldn't have been a split decision like it was. But this time, I don't think it's going to be. The over-under is set at an 11 and a half. So they're expecting a full fight, but they each vow to knock each other out. So that should be interesting as well. Um, spring training's back. You got to be excited about that. And obviously, you got the March Madness going on all week. The NBA returned. I heard you guys talking about Kawhi Leonard. Um, listen, the Spurs, they're done if they can't get Kawhi Leonard. I don't care how good of a coach Greg Popovich is. He's not a good enough coach to win without a superstar. And he had Tim Duncan as a superstar. He made Kawhi Leonard a superstar. These guys are too old to make superstars over there. So the Spurs, they're a sunk ship if Kawhi's not coming back. And you have to wonder, he's doing things Kawhi's way, not the Spurs' way. Is he happy over there in San Antonio? Is this guy going to leave them? We don't know. Yeah, it's been rumored for a while now that he, you know, really isn't thrilled there. And, uh, Vinny, we, we did speak to that. And I almost feel like it's time to rebuild there if you're the Spurs, uh, that this dynasty is just over. Would you agree with that, or is that premature? It's definitely fair to say. And you want to know who killed it? The Golden State Warriors. Just plain and simple. They've killed the NBA. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin Durant. Thanks, LeBron James, for making the blueprint of start, starting these super teams. KD just out LeBron, LeBron. And now the Warriors, they're, they're not going to be losing for a long time. Yeah, and uh, again, I did speak to Lonzo Ball. Uh, I hate the whole Ball family, but he did play last night. And something that he said uh, that he wasn't going to do, Vinny, uh, and the Lakers said they weren't going to do, he came off the bench last night. Isaiah Thomas did start. Ball coming back from an injury, though, he's not going to play tonight. They're being very cautious with him. Do you read anything to that, that he's going to come off the bench and, and Isaiah Thomas is going to start, or, or am I just making that up? I mean, why not? He's uh, injured. You don't want to hurt your, uh, your future. Isaiah Thomas is leaving after this season anyway. So, I mean, if you just give him some playing time, give him some more minutes in the NBA, there's no reason to rush him back. I mean, they're not going anywhere this year, the Lakers. So, they should have him off the bench. Just give him a decent amount of minutes and let Isaiah Thomas play out his rest of his contract here in L.A. Yeah, I do agree with you with that. Uh, Vinny, I have the picks here. You want me to read them and you can speak to them? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right, so Vinny's picks, which have become uh, high in demand on Twitter, uh, I'll say. Vinny's made uh, some friends and some money for people on Twitter. Uh, if you're not following, uh, you're missing out. Uh, it's free money with Vinny. Georgetown, minus one and a half. Seton Hall, plus two and a half. Candace, plus one and a half. Candace State, plus six. Iowa State, plus 16 and a half. Missouri, plus six. And uh, Vinny's usual favorite here is the uh, Islanders are playing the Devils, so I would guess Vinny likes the Devils' money line today. Vinny, uh, <laughs> go ahead, and I'll have Goon put the picks up on Twitter. All right, Georgetown minus one and a half. They've been a pretty hot team, and they were giving Xavier a run for their money in the first half until Xavier finally started pulling away. Uh, Georgetown's facing a struggling Providence team who doesn't have much talent, but they are a well-coached team with Ed Cooley over there. I like Georgetown to return home and cover this line, minus one and a half. I thought they'd be getting a little more respect from Vegas. They're not. So I look at that as a discounted Georgetown Hoya line. So I'm liking Ewing and the Georgetown Hoyas over there. Seton Hall, plus two and a half. They're taking on St. John's, so we all know how that nice little run. Well, that run's over with. Seton Hall's a pretty good team, and they're definitely a better team. I didn't think St. John's would be a favorite in this game. So I'm liking Seton Hall with that two and a half. I also like them as a tease-up for anybody who was interested in teasing them up with any amount of points. Seton Hall with a two and a half, maybe even money line on that game. Big game today, number eight versus number six, Kansas and Texas, uh, Texas Tech in Texas Tech. 
Uh, just when I started liking Texas Tech, they've been winning, but not winning uh, convincingly, if you ask me. Kansas, on the other hand, they've been winning convincingly, and they're ready for the NCAA tournament. Uh, Kansas has been playing absolutely lights out, and I like them getting the one and a half over there to get the win in Texas Tech because they've been one of the hottest teams in uh, NCAA right now. Kansas State, they're taking on Oklahoma, and I've been fading Trey Young because uh, they're going to him too much love, Oklahoma, just because they have a good player. In fact, he hasn't even been playing too good, so he's not worthy enough for that six-point spread. Kansas State's usually a very good home team, but I'm taking the points on the road here with Kansas State getting six. Iowa State, they beat West Virginia already, but now they're in West Virginia. We all know Press Virginia, the full-court press, Bobby uh, Huggy Bear over there. Iowa State's getting 16.5 for a team that already beat West Virginia. I know West Virginia's going to be angry in their home, but 16.5 is a whole lot of points for a Big 12 division game over there. So I'm going with Iowa State with that big 16.5. And I don't know what's going on with Michael Porter Jr. yet in Missouri, but that's very interesting. This guy was projected to be the number one NBA uh, draft pick this year, but he got hurt. He played two whole minutes for Missouri this year. He's eligible to play today. He is back. Uh, I don't know if they're going to play him or not, but if he does, he's taking on Kentucky, a team that he passed on. God knows what John Calipari was offering under the table to this guy. But um, they're getting six points, Missouri, and they've been. Uh, Kentucky hasn't been the greatest team this year. So I like Missouri with the six, especially if Michael Porter Jr. is playing. And if he is not, I expect that spread to go up a little more. Either way, I'm taking Missouri plus the six, and that is the NCAA picks this week as we're approaching our second-to-last Saturday of the regular season. And, and there you go, Vinny. We've got about four minutes left here. Uh, the picks are now up on Twitter. Goon double-checked them. They are right. Uh, Vinny, give me your final thoughts. Uh, I don't think you're with us on Monday, back Saturday uh, next week when we start our MLB division breakdown. Uh, final thoughts, Vinny. Uh, you even have a minute if you'd like it. All right, not too much to say. I pretty much got everything off my chest here. But I'm going to the Tar Heel game Tuesday. It's the first time I've ever, ever going down to Chapel Hill. So I'm excited for that environment. Like I said, it's senior night. I hope they keep it rolling. Um, there's times I doubted this team. They're, they've been playing really, really good ball. They're really hot right now. They're taking down all these ACC opponents. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited for that environment. And I, I've been dying to do this trip. But it's a big check off my bucket list. So I'm excited to see Chapel Hill for the first time. Awesome, Vinny. Thank you for the picks. Have a good time. And uh, if you're around Monday, we'll talk to you. Otherwise, uh, all week, Vinny's picks, always up on Twitter, uh, always just throws a game up there. Vinny, have a good time, man. Thanks. All right, thanks. Great job today, Mike. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) And that is a recording of Vinny. Uh, I'd imagine it'll be close to uh, the real Vinny later on. Um, There are the picks. Uh, Like I said, he's been making everybody money. Got about two minutes to go here. Um, very interesting show, to say the least, uh, Goon. Uh, you give, along, <laughs> we are trucking along. Thank God today was only an hour uh, instead of an hour and a half because I would not know what to talk about in that final half hour. You do have Byron Munich. Um, it's becoming a staple on the Saturday show. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, they are scoreless here with about 20 minutes to go. We need a Byron Munich goal. Uh, hopefully that happens. Goon, uh, I'll give my final thoughts, and then uh, we'll see if you have any final thoughts. Uh, to me, just one month, guys. One month to get through before baseball starts. I'm not a big college guy. Um, Rangers suck. So, uh, to me, that's a big deal. I'd like to get baseball going. And, listen, Otani, today's the day, man. We're going to see what this kid has. He is facing the Brewers. Goon, double-check for me. So, uh, if he goes out there and, and puts on some sort of show, oof, can't wait. Goon, final thoughts uh, before we wrap this up. Uh, real quick, spring training, Yankees baseball, extremely excited, looking forward to it. And have you been following this Jonathan Martin thing real quick? No. 
Who the lineman? The yeah, lineman? He, no. Uh, did a threatening picture on his Instagram and tagged a bunch of his former teammates. And he has just been. He was arrested yesterday or detained yesterday, and he was just admitted to the psych ward today. And uh, for anybody, I wish you mentioned this earlier, Goon. Yeah, uh, he has a shotgun on a bed with bullets and the names of some players, Mike Pouncey, Rich Incognito. It's their Twitter handles, rather. Um, I don't know who the other two are. D- James Dunleavy and – I could, yeah, I don't know the other handles. But that is a big deal. Uh, is that on his Twitter now? It was, it's uh, on Deadspin. Course, so yeah. Deadspin.com. Goon will share that. If you're on Blog Talk, thank you for joining us. Facebook, uh, we'll wrap that up in a minute. Blog Talk, thank you, and we'll see you Monday. I'll just say it. Don't worry about it. Got it right here. Oh. Good night, everybody. And uh, if you're Check still out our on website Facebook, at www.overthetopsportshow.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at OverTheTopSportNoS and on Instagram at OverTheTopSportsShow. All right. Um, yeah, I wish so you. He also, he also tagged the Harvard Westlake School and the Miami Dolphins. And he writes, well, he played with Miami when that whole incognito whole thing yeah. started. And there's a Pouncey on Miami, that Mike Pouncey. That, well, yes, Maurice yes. is the one on Pittsburgh. Correct. But he also wrote, when you're a bully victim and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. So this is clearly somebody that uh, has a ton of issues. And, um, I mean, this picture is as disturbing as it gets. Uh, a shotgun, bullets. And players, I mean, this is basically a hit list, if you ask me. Um, wow. And uh, you're going to get that on our Twitter? If it's still up, I'm going to see. Uh, we'll definitely put the – there's no way it can still be up. I would have to think his Twitter's down even. I would, I would imagine so. <laughs> yeah, this is a French Jonathan Martin. This is not um, – I don't think you're going to find that Twitter. Um, we'll put the article up. Deadspin has it. Um, this isn't him either. Deadspin has the article. We'll put it up on Facebook. We'll put it up on Twitter. Uh, wow, is uh, is all I could say. Um, he, he was detained by PD yesterday, and I just read he was sent to the psych eval today. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's really no uh, the gun. I'm sure if it's probably owned legally, there's really no crime here no, you no, could no. speak to. Um, you know, there's really no threat. Uh, he didn't do anything, take action with anything. To me, it is threatening, but uh, from a, a legal standpoint, crime standpoint, nothing will come of that. But he clearly is someone that needs to be in a psych ward, and as Goon said, he is. Um, that is going to go live on our Twitter, uh, the link to that story, and uh, we'll put it up on Facebook. Uh, everybody who joined us and actually stuck with us, I thank you. Um, it was a bumpy show, but thank you. Monday, we're back. Um, should be Rob. Um, we'll see if that happens. Otherwise we might have Pete joining us also, uh, might be both even who knows. Um, I know I will be here. Goon will be here. Thank you for joining us and, uh, everyone have a good weekend. Real quick. You did an excellent job today by yourself. Thank you. Goon.